Here we are, live once again. Actually, for the 13th time, <laughs> um, we are live with the Security Break podcast. So, um, yeah, once again, I, I'm still not used to it, even if this is the 13th time. Um, uh, hi, hi, everyone. Um, I'm Giorgio Perticone. This is the Security Break podcast, a little project of mine where I invite cool people to have a nice uh, chat about some... Uh, uh, recent security topics. Uh, together with me, once again, there's Fabio Zambrino. That you know, uh, once again, thank you so much to to you know, uh, join me in this uh, uh, in this episode. Um, how are you? How are you tonight? I'm fine. Thanks. Thanks again for inviting me. It's always a pleasure to be to be part of the podcast and spend some time reading news and chatting about it with you and hopefully with someone in the comments or later in, in the comments of the other platforms. Yeah, sure, sure. So uh, exactly, uh, since you mentioned it, uh, we are currently live on Twitch. Uh, we will have a chat for um, a little more than one hour. Uh, but um, if you can make it uh, right now where we are live, the video recording will be re-uploaded on YouTube later and the uh, audio recording will be re-uploaded on Spotify and similar uh, platforms. Uh, oh, hi. Uh, someone is starting to watch us. Hi, breaking into cybersecurity. Actually, you know, um, um, who you uh, just saw in the, in the comments uh, was one of the previous guests. Um, uh, for, for the previous episode, so please, uh, I encourage you to have a look at the um, to the previous episodes that I um, you know uploaded on the other platforms, and please leave a comment uh, on those or even in the new one, so you can give us a feedback um, and uh, let us know what we can improve, and uh, uh, especially let us know if you if you like this, and uh, we should just continue to do this. Um, so Fabio has been uh, with me on multiple episodes, but maybe uh, this is the first time you uh, you watch. And uh, yeah, Fabio, can you maybe um, briefly introduce yourself? Yes, yeah, sure. I'm Fabio. I'm working at CSCS, the Swiss Supercomputing Center, uh, based in Lugano, in Ticino, in Switzerland. And I'm an IT security analyst. Uh, I'm working in a very specific field, but it's it's not always nice to to speak with people of other for coming from other um yeah, environments uh, right environments yes thanks so again thanks for for the for the invite and hopefully i will i will be giving some something i will speak about something interesting with you t today for for our guests and people looking yeah. at the podcast or listening to the podcast yeah, sure. And yeah, uh, you know how thankful I am uh, with you and all of the other guests uh, that joined me. Um, it's actually, you know, the, the purpose of the podcast itself, because, you know, this is just um, uh, um, a need of mine, right? I uh, need to take me updated about the, you know, last events on the security field, and I need to exchange um, uh, thoughts and, uh, you know, opinions and, you uh, information with other experts from the field. And I believe this uh, enriches myself as a, you know, as a person as a, and uh, as a professional so, so much 
that that I thought you know uh, this is important and probably it could be helpful even for other people if uh, they uh, participate in the discussion, right? Because if you're watching this live, you can definitely uh, chat with us uh, using the comments on Twitch. I'm gonna have a look at the the comments, uh, so uh, feel free to to use them and ask questions or just give us your opinion on what we are uh, talking about. But that's it. Uh, I think it's time for uh, reading and talking about our news. Um, just give me a second so I can share my screen. Uh -huh. Okay, here we are. Okay, should be visible for everyone. Uh, and um, so as usual, this is the format. I'm going to um, introduce briefly the uh, the um, you know piece of news itself, and then we, we will just share some thoughts about it. Um, so this is a piece from, um, I actually like so much, the uh, Krebs and Security uh, blog or um, whatever they call it right now. Um, very, you know, very interesting. Um, have, have a look at that if you uh, didn't do this before. Um, what we are talking is actually something that is not very new. We are talking about um, a data breach um, that affected uh, LastPass. If you don't know it, LastPass is um, uh, basically a, a cloud password manager. So um, you um, you can su subscribe or you can just you know uh, uh, use their services to uh, store and serve and save and generate uh, all of your credentials that you can then access from you know any device and uh, you know uh, securely store them, securely um, um, retrieve them whenever you you need them, right? Um, and uh, on the 2022 day, they suffered for, uh, from a data breach, actually a pretty big one that, you know, um, we, uh, we got to know uh, different steps and different, you know, uh, level of information from time to time. And, um, um, you know, just reading out loud here from the, from the news affected 25 million users, just to give you an idea. And uh, the, this was particularly, you know, concerning because, you know, uh, what they uh, actually exfiltrated from this company um, uh, were also the credentials themselves that the users are, um, uh, you know, um, are relying on LastPass to, to security store. Um, there was some, uh, um, um, you know, um, discussion about this breach because the data that was exfiltrated, the credentials that were exfiltrated, uh, were actually uh, encrypted. So, you know, could be something like, okay, it's not a big deal because even if they uh, got those data, uh, it's encrypted, they cannot really reuse them. But, you know, uh, it's still uh, something that it's been uh, discussed uh, nowadays. And this is why this uh, new, uh, you know, um, uh, article is uh, interesting about this. This uh, was released just a um, few days ago. And uh, um, basically, uh, some people uh, um, working on the, uh, you know, crypto assets world, right? Uh, specifically, um, Ethereum. You know, lead pro yeah, lead product manager from MetaMask, a company that is uh, developing, I believe, a wallet specifically to store uh, crypto assets. 
And even, you know, there are some other people that are uh, quoted on the article, um, basically are saying that they are following some investigation regarding uh, people that uh, lost some, uh, you know, uh, uh, crypto cryptocurrency and uh, other um, uh, similar assets from their wallets. And um, it, this is a pretty big investigation involving um, 150 people, again, just quoting and reading here. Uh, and uh, they didn't really find uh, the root cause yet. The only um, common element between all of those people apparently was the fact that they were using um, uh, LastPass uh, specifically to store uh, what they refer to as the uh, seed phrase. Or, you know, um, I'm not really an expert in this, but apparently it seems to be like a, some sort of um, uh, root password for uh, everything you have uh, on your wallet. So if you uh, get that stolen, you are, you know, uh, basically fucked up. <laughs> Um, they they apparently used LastPass to uh, to save that credential, and the fact that all of those 150 users that uh, were suffering from uh, from this new um, you know from this new attack, um, it was the the LastPass uh, usage. You know, it makes these people think that maybe attackers found a way to decrypt you know the data that were exfiltrated. In that data breach from uh, 2022, so mm -hmm. this is this is the point, and uh, it's a definitely a big statement, right? Uh, at the same time, you know, the article itself it's pretty long and pretty detailed. I'm, um, you know, uh, as as usual, I encourage you to, uh, to uh, uh, read that, but is not really providing any specific evidence, right? Yeah. It's not saying okay, we know that attackers are doing that, but it's a plausible uh, thing, uh, given the, the information we have nowadays. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. What's your first thoughts on this? Well, uh, it's, it's strange. I mean, um, I have many thoughts about it. First thing is, why people is still using the same credentials after a data <laughs> breach, a so big data breach. Right. So that's that's the first one, why people should use the same credential. I, I would have changed everything. I mean, it's tracked. You have it there. You, you just need to go to every website. I know it takes a lot of time maybe, but you go to any website and change everything. Seeds, um, passwords, passphrase whatever you have you change it uh, i mean your vault was is is in someone else's hands <laughs> why don't you change it so uh, even if if lastpass says that they will not that, that they should not access should be able to access your vault well uh, my data in someone else's hands and and I can, but i can change them so i should go and change them like tomorrow or today. Uh, so first thing is, is this one. Um, the second one is what's behind. I mean, we know something because mm, LastPass uh, wrote many times about, about this data breach. Uh, should we know something more? 
know, not not that they are hiding, but maybe um, it's better to 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 say everything or to check again what's what was the target and how they targeted because. They, they, in February, they said, I, I wrote again in the article, they said that it was a, speci a very specific targeted attack to one of the four um, engineers uh, or developer, I don't remember, uh, having access to the enterprise, the internal enterprise vault. And that's why people could have access to some of the keys uh, that potentially could lead to uh, opening the vaults, but maybe there is something more, and and mm -hmm. we don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's 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 so deep. We are protected by password. We know password, multi-factor authenticators. Um, it's it's tough. Uh, it's tough life for with with passwords. It's um, even. Nowadays, the, the, the browser plugins are available and you can store your seed for the multi-factor authenticators together with your password. So you should reset even those, not only the passwords, yeah, in my true. opinion. This, this is my, I know I'm the first lazy person who after a data breach, don't go immediately to change the password and, and says, ah, but, I, I'm sure that this password I never used in any other place, but I should go and and I'm sure that that we should go and and change everything. I was not using LastPass. I I'm not using LastPass. I, I'm using other solutions, um, but that's just my, my my preference. I'm using an open source tool, I can read the, the source code, I can know how my passwords are stored, encrypted and, and everything. So yeah, I mean, this is a, is a, you know, um, some kind of discussion that it's going to be there forever, right? I, I also discussed this during, you know, the, the time the, the first bridge was, uh, um, you know, was not published, but uh, was, was declared, right? Yeah. Uh, with some colleagues uh, which were using LastPass. I don't personally think there's nothing wrong with LastPass and similar solutions, right? No, um, no. I just think that if you start to use this kind of solutions, since they are, you know, uh, this is basically a, a software as a service, right? It's there, it's, you know, uh, let's say publicly accessible. Um, yeah. And in the platform itself, of course, you have to, to use some credentials, but... Uh, it's something that, um, you know, their attack surface is there and uh, is definitely something very um, uh, interesting, right, for, for attackers. So for sure, there will be someone at, so, at some point that will try, right, to, uh, to attack them and to retrieve something. Maybe, you know, they're very secure. Maybe, you know, even if they actually trace something, they're encrypted and everything, but still, we know for sure, like this is pretty much, you know, um, philosophy here, here right? Yeah, no yeah. one, no one is invulnerable. Okay, uh, and at some point there will always be a way to, uh, you know, um, uh, find a new vulnerability or, uh, you know, find a way to, to to decrypt that data and so on and so forth. So you're, mm -hmm. let's say, if you use these solutions, I believe you are already accepting a risk. 
Okay. So, yes. you know, for me, it's okay that there's a, you know, a certain percentage of uh, um, probability that uh, someone can uh, breach this, uh, this company and take my, uh, my data. So again, it's not uh, so easy, right? It was no. definitely uh, something that, uh, you know, probably, okay, uh, they, they are saying that it was targeted and everything and that it was very, very specific and blah, blah, blah. But again, it's possible. And, yeah. uh, you know, before solutions like this, pretty much everyone who was using a password manager was using an offline, you know, a password manager. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Again, maybe their software is better, maybe they have more features, but just the fact that it is offline, right? And someone has basically to get access to your computer to, um, you know, put, put their hands on it. I think it's a very uh, big uh, difference already. But again, yeah. personal choices. I understand, you know, who, who will prefer more, you know, usability, more uh, features and so on and so forth and choose to use something like this. Yeah. yeah, it's it's something you know. It's very personal, and there are password manager integrated in the browsers, uh, plugins for the browser or add-ins or don'ts for for the browsers. Uh, you can you can mix the two. For mm -hmm. example, I mix I mix all the password managers I have. Uh, some password I store in the in the. Um, browser password manager because it's easier i use them only online i don't mm -hmm. care too much about this kind of accounts i i don't know for example yeah and this uh, this is uh, um you know um uh, correlate with what we what you said before like it really depends on what kind of credentials you are storing right because there will be the credentials that you use for that you know yet another site where you need to um uh, to log in in order to access some uh some information, and uh, there could be something that is very, very, you know, critical for you, like, for example, the password for for your wallet, <laughs> wallet uh, with yeah. uh, I don't know, uh, hundreds or thousand or even more uh, worth of uh, um, cryptocurrency. So yeah. th that's the other case. Still, okay, password manager is already something very, um, I would say, um, uh, advanced uh, mm -hmm. if you if you compare with the you know with the average of the people out there. Uh, and that's and it's definitely good that you are uh, using that. But still, uh, you know, when something like this happened, you know, when you know that someone get got access to your credentials, even if they are encrypted, right? Okay, I personally have hundreds of credentials, and if I have from a day to the other change all of them, it's gonna be a mess. It's gonna be yeah. crazy. And not only it will take forever. I'm sure I'm gonna encounter so many problems and issues in the process, right? Yeah. But there should be, you know, uh, at least in your head, uh, the credentials that you uh, care about the most. Right? Priority you know, list. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's a, a handful of credentials most of the time. Yeah. Your home banking or I don't know, uh, uh, if you have your cloud storage with all of your documents, maybe that one. If you have a wallet with cryptocurrency, definitely uh, that one. Uh, you know, five, ten, maybe I don't know, twenty credentials. Those ones, no matter what, you're gonna change them, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Not yeah. not all of the thousand of credentials you you are storing, but you know, those very very critical. 
And I think that's the, the problem with this. Again, we don't know for sure this is the case, but those people, uh, you know, after the last pass breach, at least should have changed, uh, you know, uh, the um, uh, the seed for for their wallet. I don't know how difficult is that or what you, you know uh, uh, what does it um, you know um, include to 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 do it. Uh, but still, you know, it is worth it to take the effort to do that. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know, that, you know, it's, it's, it's out there. Money. More, more, uh, nowadays, it's your money. So you know the value behind cryptocurrencies. And it's no more like two, three years ago, but it's, it's money. So I would protect my wallet like I mean, my e-banking. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a lot of money. Here you can, yeah. you can say that. They are declaring uh, 35 million worth of crypto, and those are just divided for you know uh, per 150 people. So it's definitely a lot of money, no matter what. It's well, actually specified from where <laughs> <laughs> the the you know the the guy uh, running the investigation here. Uh, uh, I will not find it, but it is specified somewhere in the article that you know. Um, most or all of those people involved are actually, you know, uh, computer savvy people, security, you know, mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, aware people, yeah. and even people from the industry, uh, employees from um, famous, you know, uh, uh, crypto companies and uh, so on and so forth. So, so definitely people that know their stuff, or at least the, the bare minimum to take uh, their their assets secure. So it's not that you know we're I don't know again. Uh, my my grandpa is using their, their their smartphone. It's definitely someone who is investing in this thing first of all, uh, because that's a lot of money. And um, uh, you know th that should be the, the bare minimum of of uh, you know taking your crypto money secure. Mm -hmm. uh, but apparently, last but that's my that's my concern here about these solutions. When you start using these, um, you know. Um, uh, let's say third-party solutions because it's something that a company is providing to you. I like my perception is that you are outsourcing, mm -hmm. <laughs> even as a person, and mm -hmm. uh, you think that it's it's on them. Okay, that company is taking care for my business, and I don't have to. Which is you know something that I think is is wrong, definitely wrong. Totally, right? yeah. As I said, it's actually you know, uh, worse, you know, you're still giving your data to someone else and, uh, it's, uh, it's on other computers, right. At the same time. Okay. Yeah. Secured servers and everything, but still, if there are, let's say even just a, a copy of your data, it's, you know, uh, twice the data that someone can, uh, find compromise still and, and so on and so forth. Sure. Yes. Yes. So very interesting. You know, I, I thought it was, Particularly interesting because um, there are so many data breaches out there nowadays that I think the perception is uh, a little, uh, you know, um, okay, yeah, another data breach. This is not really important. Tomorrow we will have another 10 of them and we will forget about this. But you see how something big as this, you know, um, involved with so many, uh, so many people, it's something that will have even long-term um you know consequences right yes. 
we, we I don't know how many articles I've read about you know the the last past uh, breach because we had a new article every every week at the beginning and now one, once a month and we will probably know even more uh, later right if this is this, you know that data was really decrypted I'm sure at some point someone will will definitely just sell the decrypted data somewhere yeah right. Um, I would. Shit. I mean, I would. <laughs> Come no, on. You're sure, but <laughs> no. I. I mean, I, I would. It's not that I would, but uh, I, it's something that they do. They usually do. Yeah, they, they. They. They expose. So they sell, expose. They. They. They, they try. They. Come on. They are doing this for business. <laughs> well, they're just you know finding all the way possible to to monetize from uh, yeah. from a database, right? Uh, first, just asking money from the company, then, you know, trying to reuse those credentials and steal money from the users. And then maybe, you know, try to resell once again those credentials so they can make, you know, even uh, uh, some more money out of it. Uh, yeah, it's you know, we, it's we, like we a try... job. Uh, they're, yeah. they're investing money to, to target these attacks. So yeah, they need to, to get something back. Yeah. So uh, very, very interesting, but I think uh, it's time to, to move to the, to the next one. Yes. Uh, so if you are still with us, uh, you know, thank you very much, first of all. Uh, if you are enjoying this, please consider you know, leaving a comment, share this with uh, you know, some friends that will be interested, and uh, uh, you know, consider hit, hitting that subscribe or follow button, uh, depending on which platform you are uh, watching this. Um, cool. So I actually need to do a little um, change to share the next. So just give me a second. Here we are. Okay. So um, great. Second news. Uh, this was a little, you know, tricky for me just because of my, um, you know, personal knowledge. I'm ignorant, of course, but I do this even, you know, to to, to uh, understand and know a little more, uh, which is the the best thing here. Um, so I'll try to to introduce this. Mm, so we are talking about the um, the ICC or International Criminal Court. Uh, that if you don't know about this, it's basically an international organization that is based in uh, uh, the Netherlands, if I'm not wrong, yeah. basically somewhere, um, which basically is responsible to prosecute, um, you know, um, individuals, so people uh, all around the world for, um, uh, you know, uh, crimes of war, or um, uh, anything that is uh, uh, against the human rights uh, and uh, and so on and so forth. So it's actually uh, a pretty you know important organization, and especially with the with the recent um, you know Russia and Ukraine uh, conflict, uh, it's something that it's uh, it's pretty relevant right now uh, because you know any any crimes uh, that uh, you know it is believed that. Uh, someone uh, involved in the conflict is uh, is doing right now is actually prosecuted by by this organization. Now this um, um, you know this organization right here actually did a, a, a statement recently, uh, which is pretty interesting for us um, in our in our you know field. Uh, 
so this is, uh, I actually wanted to read it aloud, but I cannot find it. Anyway, the point is that they specified publicly that basically, uh, you know, even um, in, the, in the cyberspace, okay, so any uh, uh, action taken by anyone uh, involving the um, digital world, let's say, uh, could constitute still any of the uh, things that are inter interesting for them. So again, uh, crimes on war and uh, so on and so forth, which is pretty big, right? Um, which is uh, very interesting because it means that once again, because this is not the first time we, we see something like this, um, we are uh, putting even more attention to what happens, uh, especially during cyber attacks, right? So it means that any um, uh, attempt to um, uh, breach someone, spy on someone, or any you know uh, people or or companies, uh, especially with what we see um, uh, from you know different countries' uh, conflict, it's something that you know um, can be can be prosecuted, you know can be um, defined as definitely. Uh, um, globally unlawful, let's say, and uh, could have very big um, consequences for, for those people. Another thing that I want to specify, again, it's, uh, it's written somewhere here, but it's, uh, you know, that just because of how, um, you know, how this works, um, the same um, claims are not going to be taken just with the person that is running the attack itself. So if someone does something, it's not just the person in front of the keyboard, but uh, also, you know, all of the chain of command, um, if, if we are talking about, you know, a, um, a state, uh, state-sponsored uh, group or something, can be, uh, can be included, uh, included in the prosecution, right? So the, you know, a person who just, uh, instructed uh, the the attacker to to do so, and uh, someone was uh, even suggesting, okay, if we apply this to to Russia right now, it could be it could go up to uh, potentially, you know, the, the the president or or Putin in this case. Um, so very um, you know political thing, I will say, very um, not so technical. I mean, yeah, but still, I think. I think this is actually the, the, the stuff that it's very important to, to ever read uh, um, because it, it let us know how important this field is, uh, is becoming and is going to be in the future. Yeah, um, definitely. So, and maybe yeah. it's, it will set new standards for, hmm. for cybersecurity. I mean, if they need to find hmm. information and in the future, let's say they can connect the dots and find that one of the attacker used one of my machines in my company and I need to give them data and I need to prepare the data in a structured way that will be defined. It, it would be, it can be a game changer. So not, not maybe not a real game changer, but can be a new standard to follow and something to, to implement in every company that can be useful and maybe finally something that we will all adapt to uh, adopt, sorry, to, to start working on. And 
can can create new new technologies, new new possibilities, new opportunities. Absolutely. Like what I was what I was thinking when you know uh, while I was reading this is that you know we we read so many times about you know um, uh, attacks attributed to that state or the the other states from you know to China, Russia, or uh, uh, Korea or whatever, right? And you know from a again from a migrant perspective, it seems so often that come on, this is um, countries attacking each other and no one does any, nothing, right? So we are talking about tax. The point is that uh, just some time ago, these were considered just some, uh, you know, different kind of attack that, you know, were not really considered serious in my, in, mm-hmm. on my point of view, right? Um, why, so if a country, um, I don't know, um, uh, I'm going to exaggerate here, but uh, send a missile to, to another yeah, country. Yeah, yeah. It's a real attack and it's a big deal and someone has to do something about it. And we are going to, I don't know, uh, uh, stop sending um, uh, goods and money to that, to that country because it's uh, uh, starting something very, very bad on a global level. What, why that happens and, um, you know, very... Clearly, uh, you know, statement says, okay, uh, I don't know, country X attacks, you know, we use the word attacks, uh, country epsilon, and uh, still, just because it's a cyber attack, nothing happens. I don't know how many reports are there that you can read about, uh, you know, attacks attributed to, to this or the other country, and still, seems that it's not a big deal. We know about that. Okay, in the cyber world, it's difficult to really, uh, you know, find out those stuff with uh, you know, uh, um, 100% accuracy. So we can try to say, okay, this is probably coming from, or this is probably, uh, you know, uh, um, planned or perpetrated by this, uh, uh, this or the other actor. Uh, but still, there are very hard sentences, very mm. big words being used, and uh, most of the time, no consequence at all. Just, you know, just some, uh, I would say, you know, uh, political chat and uh, some, uh, you know, uh, uh, stuff that I, I don't see any any, any impact, any, uh, I would say, uh, short-term impact, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't no, Nothing happens in the moment that we discovered that attack happened. Yeah. But this, this and stuff like this can can change it, right? If mm-hmm. any, you know, if the international court is going to uh, prosecute a country because uh, it attacked another one, uh, it's going to be a big deal. It, could, it can have direct consequences, uh, which should technically uh, make you know uh, those state-sponsored actors to think twice or you know more times. <laughs> <Three times. laughs> yeah. To, to, to do something or just, you know, probably even to find more stealthy ways to run their attacks or yeah. uh, just disguise a little more than, than before. I'm not sure. Like, I'm curious, but I see the evolution there, you know, about the, the perception of the um, digital world, about the uh, cyber attacks. And, um, you know, I, I personally like it. 
Yeah, I see this yeah, is yeah. going into the right direction. In my point of view. I would say finally. <laughs> it's something that, as you said, it's it's difficult in in our in the cyberspace to to find uh, the the person behind or the the group behind or the nation behind. I don't know. We we can expand it however we want. Um, but at least they are trying, yeah. and they they will create something to uh, prosecute these these cyber groups. And I think that, as usual, with, with cyber criminals, with criminals, not only with cyber criminals, every little piece will make will make the difference, at least at the beginning. Um, who knows that? But this, the smallest company in the planet will will suffer of a cyber attack, and then we discover that this kind of information could be useful to to discover that it was just part of a bigger plan or I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I'm curious, like you, to to know how it will it will evolve. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. I was uh, was trying to, to read something here, and uh, you know, I I uh, you know, if I want to 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 do the, the devil's advocate, right? Uh, and let's say, oh no, this is this is too much. Uh, why why should we do something like this? It's not a that big deal, right? Let's just you know remember that um, cyber attacks can have big consequences, right? Is not what we usually read about. It's not just you know stealing credentials or or data that okay. I because I'm in the field, I know that's a big deal already, but maybe. Uh, you know the perception. The perception from the the you know average uh, people out there is not the same, and and it's uh, it's okay that it's like that. But you know um, attacks can affect actual infrastructure, right? Mm -hmm. I as a country can decide to attack digitally, so with with a cyber attack, uh, like um, I don't know the uh, train infrastructure or the communication infrastructure. And uh, I don't know um, uh, the, the, um, uh, the hospitals. power, yeah, hospitals or power, uh, you know, delivery uh, for an entire country and cause you know real and physical problems as well, right? But think or, about COVID period. <clears throat> yeah. If during co if during pandemic they were attacking hospitals, maybe a lot of lives would have would have not been saved. Yeah, so, so basically nowadays in any in any field and in any aspect of our lives, we are using computers to do something. So you know the perfect example is you know hospitals are using um, you know um, um, digital systems to store information about their patients or even you know running I don't know surgery with uh, robots and machine. What if? In the middle of a surgery that takes, I don't know, uh, 24 hours or something, uh, you know, it, the robot doesn't work uh, anymore. Or you can or even... Worse. You can yeah, come on remotely the robot. Or, I mean, it can be a very big deal, right? You can do very best stuff and even very, you know, physical stuff 
uh, and uh, we we saw actually that uh, with um, uh, again with uh, with the current war that uh, um, that is happening between uh, Russia and Ukraine. Uh, so so yeah, um, that that's the 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 answer uh, if you're if you're asking this kind of uh, question there. Um, so what else? I mean, again, very interesting uh, article, and uh, I always provide all of the uh, links in the description of the YouTube channel. Uh, so if you want to have a read of this, I really, you know, suggest you to do so. And let let us know what you uh, what do you think about it. Um, so I guess we can move to the next one. What you think? Uh, yes. Fabio? While while you change the screen, I mm -hmm. will remember the followers to to look around on the other platforms because you are making good very good reels and tiktoks and and stuff around so just just discover all of them and if you want as as george already said just comment below or give us feedbacks because it's precious for us to to know what you think you know we we do it for fun and to to learn every time something something new if we can create a bit of connection with you guys why not just take the occasion and and jump in with with us simple comment like or whatever you want i'm actually going to add something on that any every episode i'm trying to you know invite uh, someone new i really enjoy when you know someone returns like like fabio but as many people we can involve in this project, the, I think the better it is, right? So if you want to, to you know, join an episode, you know, just just reach out. You have my, you know, every contacts in the uh, in the description, uh, or just drop a message uh, anywhere, and uh, yeah, uh, we we will uh, discuss it. Why not? So anyone, you know, I really think anyone with any background, any um, kind of knowledge. Uh, it could be could be an awesome idea to to uh, to join this because I definitely learn more from someone who has a different um, perspective, a different background, a different skill set. Uh, it's not about I I know uh, enough or I don't know enough. I personally I'm personally doing this because I don't know enough. Right? Yeah. Uh, and I probably will you know ever be in this situation. Yeah, I did. This, this this podcast forces us to uh, find articles, read the articles, maybe not in deep, but if you if you're lead, so we we read news every day, but if you want to speak about something, you need to be curious and go and look at the news and understand what the news is saying and think about the news, not just reading them and close close the article because they are yeah. Yet another data breach every day. Uh, you think about what's behind, and that's what we do here, and and I like it a lot. Absolutely, thank you very much, Fabio. So, um, uh, third, uh, third news of the day. Um, I thought this was interesting, like the the context on um, uh, where this is happening. So, um, we are talking about uh, um. Uh, research and uh, a report from uh, uh, the Cisco uh, Talos, um, you know, uh, unit. Um, it's it's actually very interesting. You have some details in the article, and you can read directly the report, which is for some of you even better. Maybe uh, what I want to focus uh, on um, with uh, with Fabio is, uh, you know, what 
the attackers are targeting and why, right? So um, basically, uh, we we are talking about a um, um, crypto crypto miner, right? Or at least you know a campaign which is focusing on crypto mining. Uh, crypto mining, if you don't know what it is, uh, basically the um, uh, you know the, the the operation where you leverage the hardware um, resources of the target machine, okay, to actually mine cryptocurrencies. So I'm sorry for all the uh, crypto guys out there, but basically just to make everyone understand, to generate cryptocurrency pretty much out of nowhere, um, and uh, so basically making money out of nowhere. Uh, the attackers are actually doing that, you know, compromising as many uh, devices as possible and then using the, uh, you know, CPUs and GPUs from those computers to, you know, um, continuously generate those uh, those money and send those money, of course, to the, to the attackers. Now, uh, this is not something new. Uh, we have seen this, um, you know, uh, from, from many years now especially, you know, from, from when you know, cryptocurrencies uh, became pretty popular uh, recently. But, um, you know, specifically, the way um, attackers this time uh, tried to infect the target machines is, um, um, uh, you know, putting some, uh, again, advertisement, some, uh, um, uh, um, you know, some, some websites um, saying, uh, you know, providing installers for popular um, video editing or image editing um, softwares, something like I'm going to read here, Adobe uh, Illustrator, Autodesk, uh, SketchUp, and so on and so forth. So very, you know, very much focusing on uh, a very little niche. So those people who are going to use those kind of softwares. So... Uh, you know, uh, the article specify, you know, uh, graphic designers, but I'm going to say uh, probably, you know, uh, video editors and uh, so on and so forth. So a very, very specific niche, a very little niche, I would say. Um, and um, the point is that this software that they're going to install, it's actually going to include uh, the, um, the malware itself and eventually it's going to drop the cryptocurrency miners uh, that will do, uh, you know, the the, um, uh, the dirt job. Let's say uh, the point is. So why uh, why so specific? Why uh, should we focus on uh, uh, those specific softwares? Why to uh, focus on those specific targets? The reason why is that those kind of softwares are most of the time relying on uh, um, very uh, very powerful GPUs, so graphical uh, processing units. Uh, to, to run this job. I would say this is the case and uh, probably just gamers are using uh, the same uh, same hardware, uh, you know, um, uh, so, so, uh, so commonly. Um, and uh, those are just perfect to mine cryptocurrency, basically, right? So um, apparently, it, to, you know, GPUs are going to be even more efficient, even more effective in uh, uh, mining cryptocurrency, um, and uh, that's the reason why, right? Those are the perfect device to be compromised to to run that kind of uh, of job for attackers. So I don't know th this kind of stuff. It's you know maybe um, not so important. We, we spoke about very very big news before, and this is a very very you know detail 
that still make, makes me think a lot. Make, makes me think about how attackers, uh, you know, um, things and how do they plan their attacks. And still, um, once again, we know that no one is immune, right? Everyone yeah. could be affected. Everyone could be targeted. That is slightly different, right? This is not like a, you know, big phishing attack where I want to target everyone or anyone that will uh, fall for it. It's very, very targeted, but to someone that you you will not think about in the, the first place, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you see from the map in the article, the, the countries which are affected, mainly affected, seems from the investigation. It's very targeted. I mean... Switzerland, France, France, uh, Germany, United States, Canada. Yeah, it's um, it's very particular, and maybe it happens. It's it's easier for for the attackers to to get them to install the 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 malware on the on their PC because they that, that's social. I mean, that's so kind of social engineering. They they lower the their defenses, so mm -hmm. they they just install the software because they need it, and they spend thousands of dollars, francs, uh, euros, I don't know how which currency you want, uh, to to buy the, the the best PC for their job, and they need to perform, uh, and they are used to to have bad. I don't know how to, how to say it, but bad performance because they are they're powering they they're using very much the the resources. So they they install the software and they don't think about something in the background that can be stealing their power. Actually, uh, you, you made me remember that it's specified exactly at the end of the article here that the um, there are actually two different miners. But they are configured so that uh, it's not gonna use the the full, you know, um, um, power. Yeah, power from from the from the computer, but just you know enough to be uh, to be effective. And this is probably an opt-in to um, you know hide the fact that something is uh, is happening on the background because this is uh, we're taking it for granted. But this is uh, most of the time the way how you find out about this this kind of malware the fact that you, your computer starts to slow down because the cpu is you know is being used so much by this malware you cannot really use anything else right um yes. this malware is taking all the all the power on all the resources you have on your computer and especially if you are using it for work if you are again a designer or a video editor or something and you work with it you will notice if your computer slow down and you cannot do your work anymore yeah. right even if you just decide to you know i don't know okay the computer is now uh, is now too old i need a new one because it's too slow the fact that you you drop the computer right and you start using it is is um is a bad thing for the attackers because attackers want you to you know to keep running that computer and to keep mining uh cryptocurrency yeah so because it's, uh yeah. Sorry, sorry. Go on, go on, go on. It's it's just there, there. You know, uh, um, uh, they they don't want you to 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 notice it, and they want you to to keep using it, right? Um, yeah. 
So, so, so th this is interesting, uh, I would say. And another important thing is that most of the time, uh, these kind of PCs are just workstation, not notebooks. Mm -hmm. So maybe in the idle time, they're, they're kept on in the office yeah. so they can, they can be used to mine continuously and you know, it's, it's just the right target. Uh, some years ago I was, I was using uh, Boeing for, um, to, to give my resources to the science research. Okay. So researchers. Yeah. Um, like so when my computer ways to, 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 to provide uh, resources, right? Something. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you, you could affiliate to, so to say my, my idle resources mm -hmm. can be used to, to work on, to calculate on some data and the, the Boeing software was getting the, the data and calculating while your computer was, was not used or while your utilization was below a certain, certain amount. So I was purposely doing it. They are not doing purposely, but you know, I was using a lot of my PC. I was not having a, a laptop. So I was having a laptop for work and my workstation at home. And I was keeping the workstation on almost of, uh, almost the time. So yeah. um, I, it was, it was something useful, but I, thinking about why they should target these kind of computers. That's also maybe another reason because during overnight, the PC is not used, but the GPU is still there. It's on and they can, they can mine the cryptocurrencies. Yeah. I got to think also about another thing, like, um, now I'm, I don't know all of those softwares that are, you know, listed here, but definitely some of them will be paid software, right? Something that you have to pay a subscription, uh, to, to use them and uh, probably um, you know, it's not specified here, right? But uh, probably attackers are providing these, uh, this software or some version of those softwares, maybe cracked ones yeah. uh, for, you know, for free. So that, you know, uh, th those people are even more interested in uh, uh, downloading them, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's probably one of the, one of the case here. Uh, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure about it. So, uh, you know, if I, I have to do this for work and I can, uh, uh, you know, um, get the software for, for free instead of paying, I don't know how, how much every, every month or, or every year, uh, this is definitely a reason why I just, you know, decide to download a, a random, uh, I, I mean, uh, what seems to be alleged software, but from a random website, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is what happens, uh, you know, um, this is something that I was thinking about some uh, uh, some time ago. Like probably everyone at some point tried to to you know download some free software or just uh, free versions of paid software, and mm. uh, always not really thinking what um, what's behind it, right? Why it's free? <laughs> why, why it's free, right? It's not like that. You know, someone is so um, uh, you know uh, generous. Uh, yeah, generous altruist. I don't know how to say it. That wants you to to you know make some effort to crack the software and may and give you the uh, the free version. Most of the time, there will be something behind it, right? They are 
taking that effort, cracking the software, providing providing it for free, but with a little surprise in it that will, you know, in the best, you know, I would say that this is not the worst scenario. Uh, they're just, you know, using your computer to uh, to make some money, but you at least, right, your computer will be less powerful than usual. And you are paying for the, you know, uh, the, the, uh, the energy that the is required power, to yes. use, right? To, um, to keep your computer up and, and running for them, right? And again, this is the, 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 the less, um, it's not that worse. Um, if you compare to, you know, uh, the, the same, the same rat that is used here to deploy them, the crypto miners could be used even to collect data or, you know, uh, eventually, um, uh, maybe, maybe ask you money in order to not exfiltrate the data. So, you know, bad things can happen, right? Yeah. And, uh, this should be, this should be, uh, I think th this should be definitely something that everyone should be aware of, right? Mm -hmm. So this is one of the reasons why you should not check, you know, uh, search for a uh, free, uh, free free version of paid software, right? And, yeah, cracks. And every and... Again, everyone can fall for it. Even you know, designers were looking for uh, what is it, uh, Photoshop or or something like yeah. that. Yeah, 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 for sure. If you want free software, go for you know. Uh, open source software open source and, then... <laughs> and free software open source and free because you know there yeah. are paid versions right. of open source but yes open source and free but you know open source is most yeah, of I the mean, time it's, it's spare, actually spare I, I don't want project. to say i don't want to say open source is safe because that's no. i think that's a, a false statement right false but project, yes. you know it's better than looking for a cracked version of uh, paid software yes. That, that's, that's for sure, like 100%. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. This is okay. Okay, sure. that's uh, that's great. It was uh, you know, uh, pretty simple but uh, very interesting, and I like this kind of uh, news. Um, now a big one is actually the next news, yes. Uh, but once again, just before I move to the next one. Um, you know, I'm gonna ask you if you uh, are liking this, if you are enjoying this, uh, please consider, you know, uh, hit the subscribe button, share it with some friends, um, leave a comment to let us know what you think about it, or just maybe uh, let us know if you are saying something wrong because that can also happen. And I would like to to know when I'm doing, uh, I'm saying or doing something wrong, so I, I can improve myself. Um, great. So. Next and unfortunately last one for today. I know you 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 want to stay here for another ten hours, Fabio. But unfortunately, I have to stop at some point. Um, no <laughs> so um, the last news again. This is pretty big. Uh, I, I always uh, try to keep the um, you know the biggest or just the most interesting news for the, for the last one. I think once again this is the case. Um, so. Uh, what uh, what the what this piece of uh, you know news is talking about is um, uh, not really a new uh, regulation in China, something that is out there from uh, some time apparently, but um, like um, let's say a, a report on that on that new regulation, right? Um, basically, what the um, uh, what the government Chinese government is asking 
um, their companies. Oh, actually, we lost Fabio. Hopefully, we'll be back in, uh, in some time. So what they are um, uh, asking their their own company or the all of the companies that uh, are in, uh, in the um, uh, Chinese country is to um, basically uh, provide information about any uh, new vulnerability that are discovered in their software. Okay, so this is how it works. Uh, if my company has any office in, uh, you know, in China and I produce any kind of software, uh, at the time that I found about any you know, bug or big vulnerability or you know, especially security vulnerabilities in my softwares and I, I know about it, I need to um, you know, share information about that vulnerability uh, with, uh, um, uh, with, uh, with the government. So actually with specific agencies uh, under the, the government. And uh, I want to specify here that this is not something um, so uncommon, right? Actually, many countries um, out there have their CERT. So like an organization that, um, uh, let's say, which, uh, which goal is to, to help uh, public administration and companies from that uh, from that country to uh, defend themselves, respond to incidents, and so on and so forth. And they actually also benefit from uh, companies sharing about their vulnerabilities. The very concerning thing here is that you know the the basically the, the investigation that was uh, was happening here uh, uh, found out that some of those agencies. Uh, to which the companies have to share their information about their vulnerabilities uh, are actually uh, also involved in uh, those, uh, you know, uh, uh, cross-state cyber attacks we were talking about uh, before, right? So previous investigation about cyber attacks that were attributed to, to China apparently were started by those very organizations that are asking um, any company in the state to provide them uh, information about the vulnerability. Now, if it's not clear why this is big and why this is concern concerning, the, the reason is that, let, let's let's do some examples here. Okay, so, um, okay, I'm a big vendor, right? I have an office in, uh, in China. Uh, I find out about some vulnerabilities that could be um, harmful, could be, um, um, you know, concerning for my own users. Right, and uh, I have to patch that. But even before I I found a way to patch that, I need to um, provide that information to to the state, and that means that my own software that maybe is also used on other countries, maybe those countries which are not really in a good uh, let's say um, uh, relation uh, relationship with uh, with China, uh, they will be. Um, in the hands of the, those very people who uh, run, you know, uh, espionage or just, you know, disruptive attacks from a country to the other. So the point is that I'm actually uh, potentially, um, uh, let's say, uh, provide harmful information for my own users in other countries or for my own company in other countries. Uh, even worse, and just this last uh, bit uh, on this is that apparently someone uh, got to 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 see the uh, the dashboard that the, co the companies have to use to uh, to provide those information, 
And there are fields that are actually asking about basically proof of, proof of concept. So, you know, uh, fields that are asking, uh, okay, um, like what are the steps that are uh, required in order to exploit this vulnerability? Yeah. yeah. Or even to pro they are asking to provide like a video demonstration on how to, um, uh, you know, to, to show the, the, the bug or to exploit the bug. Now, this is a little too much. And I, I don't think any other organization is today asking for something like that. Like, th there is no other reason to ask uh, about such information unless you want to exploit the vulnerability. No, right. it's just because they want to help defend. All right. If they want to patch instead of, I don't know, I'm just big names. Microsoft, F5, uh, they want to help them to solve the issue. Please send me the video on how to exploit it. I can try to fix it for you. I don't have your source code, but I will try to fix it. <laughs> or maybe they also have the source code. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's China. I don't know. I hope that's not the case. The, the, you know, the real problem here is that, again, this same regulation is, um, is applied to all of the companies no matter if they are Chinese or not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in fact, the um, uh, you know, um, journalist who, who wrote the, this article actually reached out to um, some of those companies that are foreign companies in, uh, in China, asking them whether they are you know, complying with this regulation and uh, trying to get to know what kind of information they are sharing with the, with the China, Chinese state, right? Uh, now, of course, companies didn't really reply exactly with the details uh, um, or someone just says something, oh, no, we don't share anything. Uh, but this is something like seems a very serious, uh, you know, regulation in there. And apparently you or you decide to comply or you need to leave the, the, the country with your offices. So it's it's a very big deal. Um Another another aspect that I thought uh, it's really interesting is the fact that, you know, if we think about multinational companies, right, or Microsoft or something like that, um, it could even be that outside the country they don't really know there's such such you know regulation and uh, you know that office is is sharing uh, such information. Because it's not just something that you, um, you you control on a on a global basis. Every country, pretty much, most of the time, handles their own uh, compliance regulation and everything. And uh, this could sound some you know something that maybe in China is pretty pretty common and pretty normal. Outside China, I think it's uh, it's pretty concerning, right? So um, it could be that again, a very big company is sharing information without you know. The, the higher levels, uh, even knowing anything about it, uh, which is, you know, m makes me think uh, a lot about it. No. Yeah, yeah, sure. And, and we are talking about vulnerabilities that nowadays are almost everywhere because in a previous episode, you spoke about Tesla and inside Tesla, there there, there is software that can contain bug, cat, that can contain bugs. Sorry, I'm getting tired. But um, think about all the appliances used to 
monitor, control, or access uh, plants, I, I mean, uh, electric grids and any pumping station or all the critical the, infrastructures, right? Yeah. So this is quite huge. And we come when we go back to what we discussed before, you can control traffic lights for, for an entire city if you find a vulnerability there and you can create chaos and maybe put the spotlight on something to, to create something big and hiding behind to do something smaller but more 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 effective to the bad stuff so yeah it's uh stuff <laughs> i mean i just maybe uh, i forgot to contextualize this a bit right um just to give some some idea about it like of course a cyber attack does not always involve uh, exploitation of a vulnerability and especially not of a zero-day vulnerability, even if it's very, very common, right? But the point is that, um, so if we are talking about zero-day vulnerability and uh, basically uh, what, what it means is that, um, you know, exploiting a vulnerability that no one is aware of or especially that the, um, uh, you know, the public or the vendor itself doesn't know about so that is not really uh, patched yet, right? Or no one is taking any any measures to um, uh, to prevent its exploitation. We are talking about <clears throat> zero days, and uh, it's actually very difficult to to get um, a vulnerability like that because when you have a vulnerability like that for for a software, it means that for a limited amount of time you have a basically a backdoor, right? An access that no one is aware of and no one can potentially do anything about it, you know, uh, until someone discover about it and, uh, um, you know, you know, the field and the uh, researchers will provide some, uh, some security measures about it. So it's a very, very powerful uh, weapon. Probably, you know, if we if you think about the, the cyber world, it's probably uh, one of the um, most harmful weapons out there. And yeah. uh, there's even, uh, let's say, uh, a market for those vulnerabilities that can actually cost uh, millions, uh, to, to give you an idea on uh, uh, how, how important it can be. And the fact that an entire state is, uh, you know, again, potentially um, find a mechanism to... Um, uh, get on a scale, you know, um, tens of those zero-day vulnerabilities, forcing their own companies to do so. This is this is very big. It's it says a lot about what is the the potential, you know, uh, power of uh, you know Chinese state countries, uh, state you know state-sponsored uh, um, groups, right? Yeah. Could potentially mean that they have access to more zero days than. Uh, other countries that are not doing the same, and uh, it says a lot on uh, you know those those same countries, those same companies that uh, are potentially aware of it. If if you have a good you know um, security team or security management, you know about it, right? And uh, the fact that you are aware of it and you are still doing it means that 
you have a let's say a different kind of care about you know your software your users your data and so on and so forth Mm-mm. right true um so this is how how big is it uh how big it is it, it's it's very big if you ask me um mm-hmm. it's like totally a, you know, a weapon market like a uh an in-country weapon market uh, where you force your your own companies to to provide those weapons to you uh, so you can you know potentially use it again uh, it's, uh, let's say it's um the journalists that wrote this article are suggesting it can be used for that of course the, the regulation doesn't say okay you have to provide me zero days so i can attack other countries but it's it's a it's a possibility right yeah um, not only other countries i mean they they are hacking hacking teams so they're not only interested in countries or attacking other countries they may be interested in targeting specific companies or specific technologies to avoid them users. to spread yeah users yes because maybe an activist is is doing too much noise for them and they want to to silence it a bit you know and they can do it virtually why not if an influencer nowadays is is using this, their social media to to spread something about i don't know many one of the many movements there is and the, the state says we don't want you to to speak about it they just ca- they can just use one vulnerability to get access to to his mobile phone or their social media who knows or maybe their banking accounts because if that zero day is, is using the is leveraged on on a on a browser then you find many information on, on it so yeah it's it's like that a zero day is like a silver silver ball ballet mm-hmm. yeah i can define it like that because and i'm i was asking also to add something if uh if the vulnerability is discovered by someone external to the company hmm. and there is a non-disclosure agreement with this person would this fall under the, this law? I mean, well, that's interesting. I'm not sure, you know, uh, how much uh, responsible disclosure is used in China. Like, uh, just because, again, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah. I don't know how many, you know, uh, uh, freelance researchers are, are, are doing that for, for Chinese companies. Um, but still, it's the company itself that needs to comply with that. So the moment that the company uh, gets to know about the vulnerability, okay, technically has to share it with the, um, you know. With the government. Yeah, that's actually something interesting, right? Let's say that that happens, that there is a, you know, a movement for, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, third-party assessments and uh, responsible disclosure in China, right? Like, do you think it's still that's still responsible? <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> we, we're talking responsible disclosure. Basically, you know, you you find about the vulnerability, you as a you know an independent uh, researcher, and you decide to basically tell the company itself. Oh, you know, I, I found this vulnerability. I think you should patch it as soon as possible. I will not, um, you know, 
share this with anyone else until you actually patch it. But you know, if you're in China, if you're doing I that with say. Company, you know that the moment that you will share this, the company itself will share it with the government and you then exactly know what will happen next. So well, you can contact the, 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 the uh, an overseas agency of <laughs> this company. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, and just, just say that it, it's uh, it's a little more difficult in, in that scenario, right? Yeah, <laughs> won't yeah. Really to be uh, responsible. <laughs> responsible disclosure. <laughs> well, you are you are telling to the biggest. Uh, thing in, in, on your on your country. I mean, that's yeah. that's the the, like, the the place that needs to protect you and help you, and you know. I mean, that's actually that's actually a, an argument, right? Like, I'm biased. I, I'm making jokes about it because I have a my you know a, my opinion on on China because I'm not Chinese. I'm not that country, but. Probably, if you're in China and if you agree with your, you know, uh, government and everything, maybe you think this is actually a good thing, right? Yes. Uh, so, so everything it's uh, it's um, you know uh, relative, and it really depends on uh, what what are your thoughts, what are your opinions on it. Uh, I mean, as I said before, even other countries are uh, requesting um, information about vulnerabilities. But you know, uh, we uh, at this point we don't really know about it. Um, but usually they should not use those information uh, for uh, for attacks to other uh, to other countries and companies on and so forth. Uh, in the meanwhile, hi uh, Draghetto, thank you very much to to join us. Um, so so yeah, again, uh, very uh, controversial, very interesting. Another very good article, and uh, again, I suggest you once again to uh, have a look at that. Um, so, is there anything else you would like to to mention about this? No, that's that's just tough. I mean, man, if my if my country would ask for this, I would. I I don't know. Uh, it, it's against my 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 beliefs. So I I know they will. They they will maybe use it for good but that they potentially can use it for very bad stuff so no i mean it really depends on when do you share the information right because if you do it when you already patched it it's a very good thing actually you should you know uh, spread the word as much as possible so yeah. that uh, you know all the people out there can can patch their systems or uh, they can uh, you know uh, know about vulnerability, find a way to, uh, you know, defend it even if you cannot patch it and so on and so forth. So sharing is caring, generally speaking, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, the point is that when you share so much details before you can do anything about it, right? Uh, when you have to provide uh, proofs of concepts for, for the exploitation before you can patch it, that, that's, the, that's the consensus thing for me. I mean... Um, another thing is that we don't really know if companies are actually doing it. We, uh, the, some of those fields are not mandatory. So you, technically you can send the form without providing all the exploitation details. The problem here is still, you know, why that field is there. 
right? Mm -hmm. So why you're actually asking for it? And, uh, you know, you as a, you know, a government agency uh, asking for it, it's, it's the very um, concerning thing here. Uh, I mean, again, this case, it's China. We got to know about it. But any country doing the same, I will feel, uh, you know, in the, um, the same uh, in the same state here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, any 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 country, as you said, even my country, if if it asks for it, I will have some ethical, you know, uh, uh, concerns in doing so, right? Mm-hmm. I will at least ask why should I do so if, let's say, I, I'm in charge for. Uh, doing it, let's say I'm the CISO or I'm the, the compliance manager for it and I personally have to, to share the data, uh, right? It's something that it affects my own company and users and something that my government does can, you know, um, as a consequence affect my uh, my own company, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like yes. the, the worst scenario will be something like, okay, I shared this information, uh, then something happens in the in the background that I don't know about, and then I'm actually, um, you know, someone uh, gives me a, a, a how do you say it, uh, like a fee or something because I got a breach. Yeah. Uh, that, that will be uh, definitely the, the worst scenario possible, but it's possible, right? Uh, yeah. If you care about the, the the potential exploitation. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's it's an ethical thing, and it's it's too tough. Unfortunately, yeah, I mean, we are not in that situation. <laughs> not yet, at least, right? <laughs> no, exactly, not yet. Yeah, but I mean, again, it's um once again, it's not a technical thing, uh, but it's it's something that it's useful to think about. It's useful to get to know uh, because. This is a part of our world, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if you are not doing just this for work, maybe this is not really something that uh, concerns you or uh, um, you are interested in it. But I think that if you are really passionate about this world, knowing about the, you know, how big are the implications, how, how big is, uh, you know, um, uh, the, the cyber field affecting any anything, you know, even in even politics, even you know. A relationship within different countries and so on and so forth uh, lets you, you know, um, contextualize what you are doing, uh, in, in, uh, in what um, position you are in, uh, you know, in the world. I, th- I think this is this is very uh, important and very interesting, at least for me. Yeah, I, I agree. Cool, um, Fabio. Uh, like I'm not going to say that I'm tired. I, I'm never tired, right? Uh, never happens. Uh, yeah. But we actually uh, we actually finished all the all the articles. Um, yes. They were all as, as usual very interesting, and uh, we'll probably need uh, more time to dedicate. But mm-hmm. this is the format, right? Having just um, um, let's say a quick chat, and uh, um, you know, so so that anyone can get their own ideas about what uh, uh, what happened. And then we actually have, you know, uh, questions like this one at the very end. <laughs> you know, uh, they get to ask us, uh, what do you think about a passwordless world? I mean, we spoke about the, uh, you know, uh, 
LastPass bridge. And uh, this is actually very in topic with that. And, you know, again, just because stuff happens, you then have to, to find about new solutions or new approaches. And like, I'm not sure, today is not that word anymore, uh, like yet. Uh, someone is, uh, you know, discussing about it and many solutions out there are also already providing something like, uh, okay, you don't set up a password. You put your, you know, email address. We will send you an email with a one-time code and uh, you will access with that. Some solutions are already using it uh, nowadays. Uh, but the, in my opinion, the problem is to, you know, the, to change what, 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 what's... Uh, What's out there right now, right? Mm -hmm. Like for all of the solutions, for all of the softwares, for all of the company out there to move to a passwordless approach, it's a very big deal. And I don't know how many years we will need to do that if we do yeah. that. Because, and the, and we, if we add the, the, the news, the last article we read, mm -hmm. how the, the passwordless world will be implemented. I mean, if, if, Every state will will ask to to, to publish the to send them the zero day vulnerabilities and the passwordless authentication is based on something that could be vulnerable. Are you exposing also all the accounts around the world? Yeah, I mean it, it's always the same. You implement a new security measure. And uh, they will find a, a new way to 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 you know uh, uh, bridge it. It doesn't mean that we should not uh, you know change or find new technology or find new approaches. But still, I don't think there's any um, you know 100% solution to everything. Okay, now we yeah. start with password. Now we don't have any any problems. It could be maybe interesting to uh, you know avoid uh, those uh, you know. Uh, uh, data breaches where um, thousands of credentials were, are exposed in one time, right? Uh, but maybe there's something new that's, that's even worse and that, that, that I cannot think about right now just because I, I, I don't know what could be the consequences if we change that approach. So I, I don't really know. Well, um, if the technology is, is... If one technology will be used for thousands of services and if there is one vulnerability in this technology then you have thousands of services affected. The password, the password thing is getting better because of password managers uh, and people starting to, to really take care about their password, most of people. Um, so th this is getting a bit better and multi-factor authentication helps. Uh, yes, admin one, two, three is one of the password. No, I, I would say that one, two, three, from one to six is still one of the most used passwords in, in the planet I, I i would say and, uh, and I, mean, but... I think the fault there is the uh, the software that is uh, accepting the, the kind of password come on just yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> absolutely <laughs> but um you will just move the focus so instead of target targeting the people to and, and and to use the brute force attempts or to target the vaults containing their password, they will start targeting, I don't know, your security keys or your device to, to, to get the access. So, and I, I mean, don't know. If, if it's just a little 
more difficult than just uh, you know targeting passwords i think it's a good thing right uh, even yeah. if it's not a, a solution to to everything uh, but I, I don't i don't really have a, you know an opinion yet uh, on that I, i'm not really sure if it's in any case it's always better i think there there will be always some scenarios with, where it's going to be uh, just too difficult to implement or the implementation will not be really secure so i uh, yeah um i think I, I need to explore that a little bit more mm-hmm. um so cool thank you very much um fabio first of all as uh, as always uh, very um you know um uh, i i very much enjoyed it uh, as usual and uh, it's always uh, nice and uh, uh fun to have a chat with you and also to you know uh, to the people that uh, uh, were with us um, tonight, uh, but I think uh, we we reached an end for today. Um, just just the last time, uh, if you lost this, um, uh, you can still rewatch it on YouTube um, when we re-upload it, or just listen it to uh, in uh, uh, sorry on Spotify or other uh, podcast platforms. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, once again, thank you very much. See you on the next episode, hopefully with uh, with Fabio at some point again. Uh, and uh, yeah, I hope that you enjoyed it as much as I did. I I definitely I I I needed it after these full days. It's exactly what I needed. So thanks, thanks, Georgia. Great. So uh, thank you very much. Have a nice day, morning, night, or whatever. And uh, see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye.